0: The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. Being blacklisted absolutely sucks. You can forget about getting any kind of finance deal. You will not get approved anywhere if you are blacklisted. So today we are talking about blacklistings and how you can get blacklistings removed from your credit report. So Justin, how do you know if you are blacklisted? Because, I mean, you can go and apply for finance And then in a lot of the cases, it comes back saying, well, you're blacklisted. A lot of people don't even know that they are blacklisted. So let's talk about that. How do you know if you are blacklisted?
1: Well, I always recommend the first thing that people should do before you apply for any kind of finance, before you go into the market and shop for any kind of finance, you should actually go and pull a credit report on yourself. This is probably the most important thing you can do. And even if you're not applying for finance, Davi, I'd recommend you go and do it anyway. because I, I would say it's probably the most neglected thing as well it's probably the most neglected thing in personal finance. And you know, your credit profile has become such an important thing in the last decade. If you go back uh, more than a decade ago. Well,
0: in, in 2000, we didn't even have credit scores in South Africa. It was a new concept in the States. Yeah. And then eventually it came to South Africa. And that's where we are. now we're sitting 2022 and now credit reports Oh, everywhere. I mean, even just if you just want to rent a house, they'll go and look at you, at your credit score.
1: And it makes sense because it's a record of your financial transactions, how you have conducted yourself financially, and ultimately, what it tells people out there and businesses out there is if you are financially responsible, irresponsible. But besides that, you know, since the advent of credit reports, a lot of people think it's oh, it's purely for a business to go and pull a credit report on me. But actually individuals should regularly pull a credit report on themselves because you know there's a scary statistic something like i think it's 83% of people have incorrect listings on their credit profile
0: well 80% of the people have incorrect listings one out of 5 people have incorrect listings that harms their credit score so that's 25% of the people that have listings that shouldn't actually be on their credit report but it actually harms their score but 80% of the people have um incorrect stuff like maybe wrong addresses or wrong phone numbers
1: you know And again, I mean, this is because you're dealing with data. You need to accept this is what happens when you're dealing with data. Data gets captured incorrectly or a company incorrectly lists you by mistake. This happens, you know.
0: Yes, it's human error as well in a lot of the cases. So,
1: you know, the first thing I would say is before you're applying for any kind of finance or even if you're not applying for finance, at least on an annual basis, go and get yourself a credit report. Make sure that there's no adverse listings. Make sure there's no incorrect listings. This is where you're going to find out whether you're blacklisted or not. Don't wait to go and apply for finance and then find out that you're blacklisted so the best thing you can do go and pay a couple of hundred bucks every year and just go and pull a credit profile on yourself if you are a credit active consumer in the country and you're not every year actively going and viewing your credit profile you're making a big mistake
0: well the thing to remember about credit scores justin is i always tell people that they need to check their credit scores first and they need to ensure that they get the best possible credit score first before they apply for finance. I did a study on this uh, a while ago and It basically came down to taking two people, one with a good credit score, one with a bad credit score. Now, the person with a bad credit score is obviously going to pay a higher interest rate, right, than Mm. the person with a good credit score because he's higher risk. But on a 1 million rand home loan, you can actually save basically a million rand on that home loan over the term. That sounds crazy because that is the entire capital amount, a million. But Mm. you can basically save a million on interest just by getting a better credit score.
1: Yeah, and that's something that people don't realize. I mean, basically, when you're actively managing your credit profile, there's things that you can do to improve your credit score, to make sure that you're in the top percentile of credit scores in the country, which makes sure that you're in that top tier bracket, which means that not only are you going to get approved for finance, it also means that you're going to get access to better deals, you're going to get cheaper interest rates, which ultimately means you're going to pay less, right? And so that couple of hundred bucks that you're going to spend every year getting your, your credit reports actually going to be free money that you're spending because you're going to get it back.
0: Well, to me, it actually feels awesome. I, I love the, the challenge of getting a perfect credit score, you know? Yeah. But now getting back to the blacklistings, because that's what we're actually talking about today. How do we get it removed? Now, you get two kinds of blacklistings. You get blacklistings that are on your credit report because, well, they should be there because you didn't pay your, your, your debt. And then, there, of course, like we said, there are instances where there are blacklistings where there shouldn't be blacklistings, and it's actually illegal. So let's talk about the illegal ones first.
1: Yeah, so I mean, obviously there there are are companies out there that blacklist people for no apparent reason or aren't allowed to blacklist people. And those listings do sometimes show up on reports. And again, this is the importance of going and checking your report and making sure that things that are not supposed to be there are taken off your profile. Darby, I think this is one of the most important tips we can give out is going to go and check your credit profile regularly, going to check these listings, going to check that the blacklistings, if they are there, are either accurate, right, or if they're inaccurate, go, that you go and dispute them. And of course, we're going to talk about the process of disputing in a second. But let's first talk about perhaps how somebody gets blacklisted, because I think this is the other thing that's really important. Not a lot of people know the process of being blacklisted. How does it actually transpire that somebody gets blacklisted on the credit bureau?
0: Yes, yeah, so that's the thing, right? If you take on debt, obviously you need to repay that debt. Now, a company a few years ago before the NCR, companies could just go and blacklist you if you don't pay your debt but now the situation have changed it's now completely illegal you're not allowed to blacklist anyone without notifying them first. So they need to notify you at least two times, be that with um, fax, mail, or phone. And if they don't notify you with written notice, then it's that blacklisting is considered illegal. So if you didn't get notified by this creditor, you can go to that creditor and you can tell them, listen here, yeah, I want proof that you actually notified of this blacklisting that's going
1: to occur. And that's a really important point because a lot of consumers don't know this, Davi. And by the way, we did a, a webinar with the National Credit Regulator or the NCO are, as you were referring to earlier and the credit ombudsman and the credit ombudsman and we are we talking about the specific point that even though the law exists the consumer doesn't yet know this so it's great that the law exists but many consumers don't actually know their rights so if a company is going to blacklist you it is a requirement it is a legal obligation on their part that they have to try and notify you and not to, just try
0: to, to give you a fair chance to, to repay your debt.
1: Exactly. They have to give you a fair chance to repay your debt. They, they need to say, hey, listen, we're going to be listing you if you don't repay your debt. And they have to do that a certain number of times. And they have to have proof of having given you those notices. And if they don't have proof of giving you those notices, basically that blacklisting is illegal. That blacklisting cannot be on your profile. So the first thing is when you see a blacklisting on your profile, the first question you need to be asking yourself is, have I been notified about this blacklisting from whichever company added that blacklisting? If you have never been notified, you've never been made aware of that blacklisting that was on your profile that it was gonna be put there, the next telephone call you need to make or the next email you need to send is to the company that lists you and say, please send me proof of the fact that you notified me in writing or telephonically, send me a recorded conversation that you notified me that you were going to blacklist me. And if they don't have proof, then you have grounds to have that blacklisting removed. And by the way, with the BOPPA Act, every single
0: company now is required to have a compliance officer. So just ask to speak with a compliance officer. That will already scare them.
1: Absolutely, and, and by the way, if you don't have any joy with that, your next port of call, you can always go to the NCR, National Credit Regulator. I think it's
0: easier to go to the Credit credit Or you Ombud can go first. to the
1: or but both of which, by the way, are very, yes, very focused on helping the consumer, both of which will direct you to, to the correct entity to, to, to sort it out. And also, the other place you can go to is the Credit Bureau themselves. But the Credit Bureau, and this is really important to explain to people, you know, a lot of people get upset with the Credit Bureaus and say, hey, there's a black." listing on my on my profile this credit bureau needs to remove it the credit bureaus are only the custodians of the data the credit bureaus do not put the listings on there they do not have any responsibility over the data all they do is they are custodians of the data right so whatever is on there has been put there by other companies by the companies that have put that data in there so it is very important to understand that if you have a dispute on the data that's in there you have to make that dispute with the company in question so if you have a blacklisting your issue is not with the credit bureau your issue is with a company that has got you listed for the blacklisting.
0: Yes, so it's important for for people to remember that the company or the creditor actually has the the power to add or remove blacklistings from your credit report and it's not up to the credit bureau because how it happens in South Africa is you've got an organization called SACRA. Now everyone who is a member of SACRA sends this data to SACRA and then SACRA takes this data and they distribute it to the credit bureaus. So that means that the credit Bureau simply just put whatever SACRA gives them on there. So the data then ultimately comes from the creditor. That's why we say that the creditor has the power to add or remove the blacklistings from your credit report. Which brings us to the next next thing, Justin. Let's assume you have got a legal um, blacklisting on your credit report. Now we need to discuss how to get rid of that. So that actually ties in with the previous episode we did on um, dealing with your creditors when money is tight. And this is something we haven't really, or we didn't discuss on that one, but part of the negotiation is negotiating to have blacklistings removed
1: yeah i think you know if you can negotiate first of all with the company that you're going to be repaying them that you're going to get back into good standing with them in terms of uh, settling or if not settling an account but getting into a regular payment routine part of that negotiation discussion should be to remove the blacklisting And, you know, some of the companies will be quite sticky with it. Some of them will say, well, we'll only remove that blacklisting once the debt is paid off in full. But again, everything is open and subject to negotiation.
0: Yes, well, obviously the best thing is if you've got the full amount that you can repay, then you do it on condition that they remove the blacklisting. And you'll be surprised at how many of them actually agree to that because, well, it doesn't matter to them if a blacklisting is on there or not, they just want their money back. So if you can agree that, or can get them to agree that they'll remove the blacklisting, obviously that's first price for them. But now in a lot of the cases, you will not be able to do that. So then you just need to work out a repayment plan to get the blacklisting with condition that the blacklisting will will be removed. And I think very important to mention on that as well is to get everything in writing
1: very 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 important and david this leads us to the final point Chaz. is what should people do in the instance of an incorrect listing because of course as we've said there are often incorrect listings what is the process that somebody should follow they go into their credit profile they find that there is a blacklisting that is indeed incorrect be it you know that it, it should never have been there in the first place or it has been paid off or it has been paid off
0: Okay, so in that in that instance, then you need to dispute it with the credit bureau. So in that case, you actually do go to the credit bureau and not the company. So what you will do is if you have a paid up letter or any proof that you did repay this or that the blacklisting shouldn't be there, then you need to contact the credit bureau and you need to tell them, listen here, um, this blacklisting is incorrect. Here's the proof, I need to get it removed. The credit bureau then has 30 days to respond to you and get back to you. And then if they don't get back to you, then you can threaten them by going then to the ncr because um, legally they are obliged to to actually get in touch with you but look a dispute is not the main priority for a credit bureau so you are definitely going to wait a while so that's why you need to be pretty organized when you're doing a dispute like this as well so on our website mycreditstatus.co.za we actually have an automatic dispute generator so next to a blacklisting you can actually just click on a blacklisting and then this thing will spit out a legal template basically that you can send to the credit bureau it will have all the information in there already so um, if you want you can go to mycreditstatus.co.za and then you can make use of our tools to um, to do a dispute with the credit bureau alternatively you can just write the dispute yourself if you know how to do that
1: and i think it's super important to mention try and have all your stuff in writing you should try and keep everything in written form so that you've got a record of it. And then the second thing is to make sure that when you are communicating with the credit peer, make sure that you advise them that you are aware of the fact that they have a duty to respond within 30 days and that you're going to hold them accountable to it.
0: So it was crazy, Justin. I actually disputed an um, uh, issue on my credit report. It was an incorrect address, actually. But I only did it because, well, we did the whole course on um, getting a perfect credit score, right? So it was absolutely crazy. So I asked this woman, listen, yeah, it's been 30 days. You haven't responded to my mail. What's the deal yeah? I mean, you guys have 30 days to respond to me. She literally looked up my email in an Outlook box. Can you believe it? A credit bureau (laughs) looking up disputes and emails in an Outlook Outlook box. They don't even have a CRM system they're working with. That shows you what a low priority this is for the company because, well, if you think about it, it's just actually an expense for the company. You know, they don't benefit from it at all
1: yeah no absolutely so once again guys if you are interested in getting a credit report if you want to check out your own personal credit profile go to mycreditstatus.co.za we also have loads of uh, tools and utilities that you can use to manage your credit profile we also have a course that you can access on there called the perfect score so if you do go and get yourself a credit profile you'll also get access to the course which uh, will give you some very very detailed information on how you can improve your personal credit score
0: you've been listening to the money podcast to get access to our future episodes please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app and be sure to check out our youtube
1: channel global money academy